0: Here's your host, College Circuit Speaker, Jesse Mogul. Hello, 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 my friends. Welcome back to College Success Habits. It is a pleasure to have you here checking out my podcast. Once again, I am honored in your busy day that you have carved out 30 minutes for some Jesse time. And so we are going to jump right in it because I have noticed in the last handful of episodes, I have rambled a bit at the beginning and... The podcasts have gone a little bit past 30 minutes, I do believe, <laughs> and you've got a lot to do, so unless maybe maybe you're chilling in the quad, getting some sun. Uh, summer just ended, semester just started, uh, go back and listen to the other six chapters of the book to gather some more information for making your college year a wild success. We're going to be discussing tenacity today and Tenacity is the quality or act of being very determined. It's the quality of being tenacious or of holding fast, being persistent. These are definitions. I did not just make that stuff up. (laughs) Two of my favorite quotes that I specifically highlighted in this chapter of the book, how you do anything is how you do everything. I'm no doubt you have heard that before. If you have not, then allow me to introduce it to you. How you do anything is how you do everything. If you are prone to taking shortcuts, doing things half-assed, you will find that that bleeds into every aspect of your life. This has always held a special place in my heart. I didn't know about this quote when I was a kid, but my mom would call my dad half-assed mogul because she would ask him to do something and he would do it half-assed, much like a child would. If you were told to go fold the laundry and then you did it half-assed so your mom would get mad and never ask you to do it again, because better to just do it herself the first time than have you do it wrong and have her have to redo it, right? Did did you ever do that when you were a kid? You did. You may not want to admit it now, but you did. And so my stepdad would do that. He would half-ass fix things, and then my mom and I would be left to fix what he thought he was fixing and then actually fix the real problem. Um, And so, yeah, as a child, I was told many, many times over not to be a half-assed mogul. And I still, to this day, take that to heart because, I mean, frankly, I don't want to be known as a half-assed mogul and you don't want to be known as a half-asser either. So now that I've said ass about 11 times in the last minute and a half, Just realize that how you do anything is how you do everything. And even if you think, well, what does it matter, you know, that I don't put the forks and the spoons back into the silverware drawer um, as nicely as they should be so that it's easy to pull one out next time. um, Just start to notice where you start to make little shortcuts and then don't uh, be blind to the fact and see yourself. Don't be blind and see yourself doing that. In big projects in in things that are actually of importance to you, um, that leads right into the next one. you can't turn work ethic off and on like a light switch. You either have it or you don't. Now, I used to credit this to my dad so that people would take it more seriously because for the longest time, especially when I was a drunk, I had it in my head that no one is going to take a drunk seriously. But, you know, if you, credit, if you credit a quote to your grandpa or your dad, ooh, all the time it has years, you know, all the time. All of a sudden, the the time that that quote's been around has years. And people are like, wow, your grandpa, grandpa, grandpa. <laughs> Let me see if I can get my tongue acting correctly today. Your grandpa said it. It must be true. The fact of the matter is I came up with this. This is something that I've always thought because it it goes back to the don't be a half-ass mogul thing. How you do anything is how you do everything. Work ethic doesn't just get turned off and on. You either have it or you don't. And this quote really started to strike at the heart of who I am back in University of Florida. And I worked at a restaurant called Bonefish. And there were plenty of employees in there. We were all students. But there was plenty of them that when they would half-ass their job, I would be like, you know, take this seriously. You know, this is your job. Get it together. And they would often say, you know, this is just my college job. When I get into the real world, when I get my real job, I'll care about that job. I'll work hard there. I won't make shortcuts. I'll do exactly as I'm supposed to. And I always thought, no, no, you won't. At some point, that job will become just as minuscule and mundane and annoying as this one that you currently have, and you'll start to half-ass it. And you, the fact that you think that you can just turn your work ethic off and on, that's, it, that's where it'll show up. I can guarantee you that there's someone who's decided to turn photography into their job, and they loved photography, but now all of a sudden they're a photographer, and that's how they pay their bills. And now it takes on a different meaning. And there's going to be times where they don't want to get up before sunrise so they can get the perfect light. There's going to be times where they think, eh, maybe I got the best shot. Uh, I don't care. I'll figure it out when I get into the studio. That's those times where you have to say, no, I'm here, I'm going to do 100%. And that's where tenacity and being tenacious show up in your life. Is that you have your work ethic light switch turned to on at all times. Being tenacious and having tenacity is is important because you have to show up every day. Every single day you have to be present in your own life. Right, you've got to show up physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Don't get locked on that word "spiritual" and think that it means religion. It' not. It is not. That's not where we're going with this. It's more about your morals and ethics and values. Okay, so when you are locked into your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual essences of your life, right, you realize that by being in that state of greatness and of tenacity all times. You actually are the one who people see as being trusted with the project, being trusted with the assignment, whatever it might be. You you have to choose to show up and be the best version of yourself every single day. Your attitude, your mentality, your emotional state, all of them are choices you get to make every moment of every day. So you get to choose, right? If you're going to be the best version of yourself today, or if you're going to be a so-so version of yourself right? You might wake up hungover. You might've had your heart broken that week. You got into a huge argument with your roommate. You leave the house and you go out into the world. You go onto campus. You have to make that decision to leave that behind and to move forward as the best version of yourself. Even if you are in turmoil, even if you are upset You still have to, you know, and I know it's like that put on a brave face and other people will say, no, being raw, being vulnerable, wearing your emotions on your sleeve, that that's the true sign of someone who is grounded and strong within themselves. Absolutely. Be grounded and strong within yourself. But just realize that if you go to talk to your professor about an assignment and you sit there and you start weeping over the fact that you and your roommate got in an argument or that your dog is sick, there's, he's going to. Do the polite thing and show you compassion in that moment, but honestly, he doesn't care. The assignment's due, get the assignment in. If you can't get the assignment in, we'll talk then. But your boss isn't going to care. Yeah, they'll let you call out sick for so many days. They'll show you empathy, sympathy, and compassion if you're lucky to have a boss who does. Right? You can go back to the movie Devil Wears Prada. You think that woman cares if your cat needs to go to the vet? Just realize. In in Bonefish, let's go back to the Bonefish restaurant. The bosses would tell us, leave your problems at the fish because the door handle was a fish and there was one on the inside and the outside. So the way I took that for me, the meaning of that was all my outside problems get left with the outside door handle. And when I walk in there, it's only the restaurant that matters, nothing else. Because I'm getting paid, I'm making great money to be here, do my best job, and worry about the outside world when I get out there. Just like whenever I would leave that restaurant and I'd have to touch the fish on the inside, anything that happened in that restaurant gets left in that restaurant. Because when I leave, that's it. It's in that little box. So you do want to learn how to compartmentalize those kind of pressures and stresses and, and emotions. If you go in one class and you're doing badly, and then you go to another class and you're doing well in that one, you don't want to bring that anxiety and that disappointment in yourself from, let's say physics over into art history, right? You, you, you change, you you're opening a new book, you're opening a new part in your folder where you take notes, you're opening a new part in your computer where you've been taking your notes. Learn how to compartmentalize these things and be tenacious in that. Show up every day as the best version of yourself. I'm saying all this because I've gotten some DMs and I've I've talked to some college students. and, And what you're doing is you're allowing one area of your life emotionally to spill into other areas of your life where it doesn't even pertain you go into work and you decide that you're going to yell at a guest who walks up and asks for, you know, let's say you work in the food service industry and they want to order a burger. And all of a sudden you, you start acting like a dick to them because you got in an argument with your girlfriend or boyfriend. They don't care. The world won't care. Learn that now. That there are people who will care, but the world as a whole will not. They'll say politeness and politeties, politeties. They'll, they'll be nice to your face, but they really won't care. But down the line, if they need someone, that they want to take over a position to be the leader. They're gonna, be like, well, that you know, that person. They, they get really emotional about everything, and I, I just don't know if I want them in charge of this. So be just notice that about yourself. Are you being tenacious and showing up as the best version of yourself? And are you being in control of your emotions, letting them out when it is the right time? You know, uh, one of my life coaching friends, she talks to me a lot about meeting people where they're at whenever I'm coaching and speaking. And so whenever I show up somewhere, I want to be extremely tenacious and be the best version of myself. And I might jump right into a very heady topic without even thinking about whether the audience has heard anything about this before and therefore in order to be tenacious and be the best version of myself i i'm not talking down to the audience but i'm meeting them where they're at i'm i'm taking what i know and i'm finding where they're most easily going to be able to resonate with it, and I bring them to that point, and then we start to climb the ladder. So think about that, too, whenever you're, because you're studying some really cool stuff in college, and, you know, you might be, you know, a computer science major, and somebody else might be an English major, and you two are trying to connect. Instead of trying to one-up the other person and say, look how much smarter my major is than yours, blah, 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 you know, find a way that they can feel what you're talking about, that they can get to that excitement level with you. Because if you're extremely exuberant about something that you're learning and you're talking to somebody else who genuinely wants to be exuberant with you, but they're just confused instead, it's because you're trying to be too heady with it. Right? So hopefully that makes some sense to you. And you're definitely going to notice this as you start to meet new people on campus and you really start to combine your world with so many others. College is so diverse. Everybody is going to be showing up to be the best version of themselves. And in that a lot of ego can come out. And being the best version of yourself does not mean being egotistical. It's being humble in what you've learned, being grateful for the opportunities that you have. See, being tenacious in college is all about just getting out there and meeting new people in organizations and groups and jumping feet first into all the opportunities, head first, feet first, whatever you think is the most dangerous sounding. (laughs) Some keys to remember... That whenever you're doing these acts of tenacity, be where you say you're going to be when you say you're going to be there. Don't change the way you act to impress others. Unless it's talking loudly to impress others or chewing with your mouth full. I don't know why you would think that would impress people. It doesn't. Don't talk loudly. Don't chew with your mouth full. Uh, don't hide. Don't hide behind the shy armor. Well, I'm I'm just a shy person. Okay. Well, then you're going to be the person who doesn't get the opportunities that the person who's more vocal and more outgoing gets. Be who you are, but also don't be handcuffed by who you think you are. College is your opportunity to stand up straight and be seen hiding behind the shy armor is your attempt to slide underneath the radar so that perhaps you don't have to get hurt by being rejected for something. Perhaps you don't have to find out if your talents are, talents are too limited to, for you to succeed. And remember, talents being too limited in that moment for you to succeed just means it's an opportunity to learn, grow, and later succeed more. Don't keep your hand down because you're afraid of the outcome. The teacher is going to ask does anybody have any, uh, the answer for this? Does anybody have a question? Put your hand up. Does anybody want to volunteer to lead this? Does anybody put your hand up? I mean, know how to prioritize your time. Don't take on being the president of an organization when you've already put your hand up at three others and you are also got a full load and you're in a fraternity or sorority or you're involved in a sport or in theater. Like, know how to prioritize your time But if you're sitting there and you know you have the opportunity, you know you have the availability in your schedule to do it, don't let the opportunity pass you by because you're afraid that it may not be perfect, that you might have a couple stumbles along the way. Being tenacious means that you show up every day and you get better every day. Don't be the person who will reflect on college one day and have regrets. Be the best version of yourself today, which means doing things outside of your comfort zone, doing things that are unfamiliar to you. I'm. You can think 43 is old all you want, but I can assure you on any given day, I come across 50, 60, 70, and 80-year-olds who are running circles around people your age. And it's because they just refuse to allow their age to become something that hinders them. I reference this because... One of the things that we get into conversations a lot about are the regrets that we have. Often, we're not remembering the amazing things as much as the regrets. You don't want to be the person who looks back and has those regrets. 18 to 25, you think you're straight crushing it. You know everything. We're all old fuddy-duddies. What can we possibly teach you? That's great. Whatever mentality you want to have, I'm not going to sit here and try to to encourage you to become more open-minded. I've already done that episode. You either will or you won't. Just realize that you already have regrets, whether they be in middle school or high school or even on the fourth day of college when you saw someone really cool across the quad and you wanted, you wanted to go up and say hi to them and you didn't. You're already starting to build a foundation of regrets. Stop doing that. Literally be the best version of yourself and step into that thing that scares you the most. That is where the amazing growth comes from. Best case scenario, it works out amazing. You, you introduce yourself to the person, you two fall in love, you have a great relationship, you volunteer in class, you're a great leader, the project goes off without a flaw and everyone loves you for it. Worst case scenario is that you don't ever get to experience that best case scenario. Even if the relationship only is for six months and it's a great time and the breakup's a bit hard, you learn so much along the way. You learn how how best to navigate the next relationship, how best to navigate the next work assignment, how to navigate the next leadership opportunity. But if you never raise your hand, then you'll never know. And that'll just be a regret because you just don't know. Just strive each morning to be better than you were the day before. And when your head hits the pillow at night, Look back and ask yourself, did I do my best to be better than I was the day before? The worst case scenario is that you miss out on the best case scenario. All of these topics I have talked about for this book feed straight into tenacity. There is a reason why they're in the order that they're in. If you take the six guiding principles we've already covered into account, tenacity is the one that ensures you push forward and continue the positive feedback loop of going through the previous six in every aspect of your life. Being open-minded and having a growth mindset means you realize your mind is is what limits you, and you are the boss in there, not the other way around. You control your thoughts. Do not let them control you. To embrace courage, you have to move through your fears and continue forward. Even when your thoughts are pushing to keep you safe and in your comfort zone, sometimes you just have to do it afraid. Decisiveness requires you to make a decision and be confident in that decision. Do not question yourself. You made the selection. You made your choice. Now move forward on it. When you're action-oriented, you show up every day and you're getting things done every day. It's literally that easy. Just do it. Show up and do it. Discipline is being committed to yourself and your decisions. Hold yourself accountable and show up 100% when you commit. Someone the other day told me that, Jesse, the, the one thing and that, you know, and I had to get sober. It was the most amazing experience. I won't dwell on that. We've talked about it already. 31 months just pl- passed. And one of the things that somebody commented on was how disciplined I am now. Whenever I say I'm going to be somewhere, when I say I'm going to do something, I get it done. I'm exhausted. Today has been a long day, but I put podcasts out for, for, this, for this show on Friday mornings. So at 5.30... I'm ready to eat dinner, but no, I've got to sit down. I've got to do this because I put out the episodes Friday morning. There's a discipline in that. Monday, Wednesday, Friday from 1 to 3, I'm at the gym. I might do some ancillary workouts Tuesdays and Thursdays and Saturdays, but for sure, Monday, Wednesday, Friday from 1 to 3, I am at the gym. This coming up Monday, can't make it from 1 to 3, so I'm doing the workout on Sunday. There's a discipline there. To being committed and showing up when I commit to myself, most importantly, it's easier. I almost said easy. It's easier to show up when you commit to someone else because you've committed to someone else. Right? There's only so many times you can tell your professor you'll be there at 1:30 for a meeting and if you don't show up that they'll keep letting you make meetings. You keep canceling on the dentist, eventually they're going to they're going to just not let you make appointments anymore. But it's when you make commitments to yourself, those are the ones you can convince yourself that you can skip. Well, you know, I'm tired. I'll do the gym tomorrow. And next thing you know, you haven't been to the gym in seven days. Oh, I'm tired. I'll study that later. Next thing you know, you show up to class and there's the test and you haven't studied anything. Or you're trying to study the night before for 11 chapters, which will take you six hours. And there's no way in hell you're possibly going to be able to keep your focus and learn all that information in six hours. Discipline to yourself is one of the most crucial things that you can ever learn how to do to make sure your life evolves and you are the best version of yourself. Hands down. If if I could just stop the show right here, if that's the one thing you learn, when you make commitments to yourself, be disciplined and follow through on them. Because when you don't, your brain sees that when you make commitments to yourself, you don't follow through. So then when down the line, when you say, well, you know, I'm gonna start eating healthier, your brain's like, "Yeah, sure you are, buddy. Let's go to the grocery store and buy some some Ben and Jerry's, right? You're, you're, you're gonna basically train your brain to realize that when you commit to yourself, you don't follow through. So it doesn't really matter what you commit to because you're not really gonna do it anyways. And if you do, you're probably gonna do it half-assed. That's where the tenacity part of showing up and doing your best every day works so well with discipline. And then flexibility is understanding there are infinite possibilities in the, in this universe. And when a hurdle approaches, you know you'll figure out how to get around it that's that's growth mindset 101 and this is tenacity guys tenacity is trying different approaches to achieving a goal until you find that one that works best for you that's the flexibility that is it it is i mean i i i, I get i talk to my, a lot of my friends i've got a lot of clients and it's one of the things that I get from a lot of them is that they, what they want to do is they want to future pace a problem that hasn't even happened yet. Well, what happens if I'm just really tired? What happens if I'm not feeling well that day? I can't possibly be the best. What, you know, what if, what if, what if, what if? If you're already running those kind of scenarios through your head before you even get to the port, to the part where it's time to be the best every day and show up, it's like you're already trying to make excuses for why you weren't the best. If you're not feeling well, then stay home. If you don't think you can be the best leader on that project, don't raise your hand. I know I just a minute ago I said raise your hand to everything, but if you already know that you're not in the mood to do it, but you want it over Becky or Bobby, and so for the sake of it you're just going to volunteer because you want to have that on your resume, but you're only going to do a so-so job, then just don't. You know when you start to make commitments if you're going to follow through. Because you have experience in following through. You also know when you take one on and you're like, yeah, I mean, this would be cool, but you know, it's a resume builder. Half the crap you're going to put on your resume, none of those bosses are going to care about. They're going to care about if you have these seven principles. Can you speak intelligently and, and eloquently in the interview and show them that you have these kind of principles guiding your life? Being able to say that you were the president of 17 different organizations, yeah, great. But what what all came from that? Well, I increased revenue here and I increased attendance there. What, they don't, they, you can make up any shit you want on your resume. There's no one for them to call and check that stuff on. What they're looking for is real life skills. This is the kind of stuff they're looking for. Now, action steps for tenacity. We're going to close down on this. Um, they'll also be in the show notes. Know your why. Envision your vision and determine the outcome you want to achieve. This will allow you to show up and be your best every day because when you know your why and you can envision your vision, say that 10 times fast, you can determine the outcome you want to achieve, then you know what your best is working toward. Without knowing what your best is working toward, it's like if you went to go, if you're an architecture major and you went to go build a model and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to build a building. Well, if you can't envision what that looks like in your head and you can't determine the outcome you want, floors or glass versus steel, if you, then, then you don't even know what you're starting to build. Number two, have flexibility in your approach. Come on. We did a whole episode on flexibility. Have flexibility in your approach. You know your why. You've envisioned your vision. You've determined the outcome you want to achieve. Have flexibility in how you get there. Number three, pay attention to the journey as it unfolds. You have to be observant. If you're the leader of a a project and you're starting to notice that one person doesn't seem like they're pulling their weight, maybe you've given them the wrong job title. Maybe you've given them the wrong job duty. Maybe maybe you're asking too much of their time. Be observant and be flexible in, in your approach and be able to make changes for the betterment of the outcome of the project, not because you don't want to hurt someone's feelings learn each step along the way. That's number four. Learn in each step along the way. And if you're being observant, you're going to be learning each step along the way. Number five, evaluate your purpose in going through this experience. I love asking myself, what did this experience teach me? Just by asking yourself that what did this experience teach me? You'll start, your brain will start to see things from multiple perspectives, from your eyes, from the eyes of those who are looking back at you, from the fly on the wall perspective. You want to be able to evaluate yourself from multiple viewpoints so that you can really learn from what your behaviors accomplished in that particular experience. Number six: Be non-judgmental in the way you connect your experiences and points of view to someone else's experiences and points of view. This is going to be another episode down the line. Just realize that when you bring judgment in, that's going to be reflected in your your tone, your to, uh, your verbiage, the words you use, the way you stand in front of the person. Don't judge somebody else's way of life and their experiences. That's what they went through. You went through what you went through. You can find a commonality. One of them, one of my friends, we, we talk a lot about this and we say that humility is being able to look past the differences in favor of the similarities. Because oftentimes when you try to hold on to the differences, it's, well, look how I was better than you. Or look how much more difficult my childhood was than yours. And look, we're both at the same college. So clearly, I have overcome more than you. That's man, that's going to lead you down a shitty road, guys. Number seven, build a trustworthy social circle around yourself to support you in this endeavor, in college, in the assignments, whatever it is. You have to build a trustworthy social circle. I know a lot of y'all are going to go Greek. I went Greek. It was great for what it was. Ultimately, I don't think that it gave me all the things that they promised during rush and, you know, the 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 network, this and the, that, the job opportunities that I've never really tried to tap into that. So I don't know. But I do know that the social circle I surrounded with my, myself with there, for the most part, they were nothing but positive influences. I was probably the negative influence with the amount of alcohol I drank. Number eight, reevaluate your purpose. The benefits, the vision, and your intended outcome regularly. Move forward with this renewed perspective and this list and this list regularly. Move, okay? Move forward with with a renewed perspective and then go through this list regularly. Ask yourself Am I being all of these things? Ask yourself Am I being open minded, courageous, decisive, action oriented, disciplined, flexible, tenacious all the time? Yeah, I I get people say, well, isn't there just a time I can take a day off? No, you don't just get to take days off. Now that I've said that, let me roll that back a little bit. Yes, there's going to be vacations and there's going to be days where you just lay around the house and Netflix and chill. Okay. I mean, those are, but, but there's still, even in that, even in that, whether it's like you're trying to pick what you're going to watch on Netflix, be decisive. You're trying to figure out where you're going to go in Cancun to get drunk that night at the bar on a Tuesday, because that's what you do on spring break. Be decisive, be, you know, be disciplined and watch your drinking, be uh, courageous and not do all the crazy shenanigans that everyone else around you is. Keep your head on your shoulders so that you can get you and your friends home safely. Even when you're taking days off, you think you're taking, your life is still occurring. All of these things still have an opportunity to show up. Even in just deciding to lay on the couch and watch TV all day is, is it action oriented. You're, you're choosing a less active thing than would be to like, let's go to the gym, but you're still choosing action, right? You, you don't take days off. You're present in your life every single day. And by being present in your life every single day, you'll be tenacious. You'll have tenacity and you'll be the best version of yourself. I really love doing this show, guys. I hope that you enjoy listening to it. If you haven't already, subscribe, rate, review on whatever app you're listening to me on. Uh, I've been getting a lot of love out there. Huge fan of all of you. Um, The Instagram page is starting to grow. Uh, I've been doing so much with my other two accounts. I've left this one a little bit uh, alone, but I'm already starting to notice it. it, It's growing here and there. And so eventually that will take off. Um, By all means, uh, comment on any of the posts that I make about a particular subject that you've heard me talk about. I would love to start up a conversation. And as always, treat each other with kindness. Be inclusive, not exclusive. The power of positive energy release and flow until we meet again. Have a great day and rock out that college life, (laughs) y'all. What did I say that for? Rock out that college life, y'all. I mean, like the Beverly Hillbilly, y'all come back now, you hear? Take care, everyone.